Hello everybody and welcome to No Time to Grind, it's a podcast for the busy gamer. As always, I am an obnoxious orange marsupial named Michael, and joining me is a half-digger, half-crocodile, it's Matt. G'day, mate. And the ruler of time itself, Adrian. I also wanted to be Dingo Dial, but Matt writes the thing, so he gets what he wants. I've been meaning Dingo Dial since CTR, the first CTR. Did you? Okay, you've you've played four. Just I'm going to go on a tangent already. You've played four. Oh, okay. you, how far did you get through four? Because I watched a video about it today, um, and I got until the space uh, future theme, which you, is very fitting of Crash Three because it mm, perfectly captured future uh, tense. Okay. Um, uh, uh, <laughs> do you care about spoilers? Yes. Okay, then I won't say anything else. Let's move on. Well, if you haven't guessed already by the name of this podcast, our <laughs> clever intros, or that small tangent, we'll be playing Crash Bandicoot Warped, also known as Crash Bandicoot 3 Warped, uh, released in 1998 for the PlayStation 1. I do believe we all played the remaster, which as far as we're aware is still using the same engine as... Not the, exactly the same. But same physics, it, yeah. The yeah. Same, that's what they made all the remastered uh, one. So one and two are more like three than Correct. they are like, like that the is, originals. That is what I've heard, and I believe what I hear on the internet. Why would I question something a random person on Reddit said? Do you think if <laughs> um, if we knew that Crash Four was going to come out earlier in the year, we would have scheduled that instead? We'll see no because we were going to do Cyberpunk. But if we had oh, the true. foresight that both events, <laughs> that we wouldn't be able to play Cyberpunk and that Crash 4 would be coming out, then probably. Well, but Crash 3 was scheduled since the start of the year. Yeah, this was still a good, like, the keeping of what we've been doing this year of supposedly the best games of all time. Must plays. Yes. And um, how do you, would you put that, this game in that category now, having played through it again? Yes. Uh, I don't want to jump to the end too much, but um, this is definitely a game for a busy gamer. Uh, yeah, I, I agree with you there. Um, it like, even if you're trying to do everything, I think it like, there's, there's just enough that you'd, you're not going to waste your life away doing it, you know? I think that any of these original threes, like you can you can pick any of them and that is like a must play. Like if you haven't played Crash Bandicoot before, uh, from what I've heard, four might not be for you unless you're like ready for a serious challenge. Uh, don't bother with sort of all the ones that have been forgotten about, this is where it starts. You can pick one of the original three, including Crash Warped, and, like, you need this in your gaming, like, pantheon. Like, you need to experience this. So I think I've technically never finished Crash 2 yet. I think I've never technically done it. As a kid, I loved video games, but I was horribly bad at them. And, I mean, just getting through all the levels does require a certain mature commitment because you need to actually be good or you can just dabble again and again on the same level, which is what I did, which is probably why I flocked to CTR because it's the same lap again and again, like, you know. Um, So now that I can say for certain that I finished Crash 3, I reckon Crash 3... From finishing Crash 1, playing a bit of Crash 2, finishing Crash 3, all in the Insane Trilogy. I reckon Crash 3 is... I'm not going to say it's the best, but it's definitely the best place if you want to try it out. If you have absolutely no idea if you will like it, try this one. That's my. That's what I t- think. It's, it's the first Crash you should play, is what you're saying. Yeah, which is kind of... Uh, Silly. Well, I mean, it doesn't say Crash 3 Warped. It says just Crash Bandicoot Warped. And then there's a little three in the clock. Nice. So Hidden in it's, it's a little secret. It does feel... It does feel like the easiest of the original three. Yeah. Like, I 
blew through this quite quickly and I hadn't I haven't played it in weeks because of how quickly I got through it during the month. And I but I wasn't really interested in 100%ing it. That's there if you want it. Mm. But it was actually I it felt nice getting through a game comfortably for once during the podcast and be like, "Ah, yes, I can enjoy it." And if I want more, if I want the challenge, that's there. But I think as a busy gamer, 100%ing is a completely optional task. Yeah. Yeah. This is definitely the uh, easiest because I, I played through one and two again just for reference because, you know, these are all fairly short games. And um, three is the only one where I never, like, ran out of lives, whereas in one and two, you'd be, like, halfway through the game and, like, resetting to five lives because you ran out. Yeah. Uh, it took me until the ac- actually the very final boss battle before I got my first game over. And so even though it didn't affect my gameplay that is my grind gripe is just ew game overs remember those they they <laughs> would get more money at the arcade they yeah. don't need to exist ever again um like i respect people who like them and there's options for that in crash 4 <laughs> uh so i'm glad i didn't actually have to deal with that because there's nothing worse than getting a game over in the middle of a level and then that checkpoint is gone goodbye yeah, uh, yeah. That's I think that's the biggest grind to me uh, because I don't count time trial because that is that to me is not a that is so masochistic. Like it's so just full of it. That is all grind. That is all just no good. I uh, like I found the life system weird in that I didn't respect it at all. <laughs> I don't respect you. Like, yeah, I didn't find it was... It, it's not punishing enough that I fear the game over screen. And so, like, I got, like, multiple game overs because I didn't respect the lives a lot, which is probably, like, that's a very modern thing, expecting just to, like, continue respawning. And then I didn't find the punishment bad enough that it... Like, okay, yeah, I lose that checkpoint. But it's not like it hasn't saved, you know, just before jumping in. So I'm like, oh, well, I'll just start from the beginning. The, and most of the levels are not particularly long. There are some that stand out. Like the, one of the dinosaur ones went, like, forever. Um, where that one has uh, involves you, like, running away from a dinosaur, just from general platforming. I think it's also one where you ride a dinosaur. It's got, like, all three in one level. Yeah. That one was yeah. really long. That was bad to game over in. But most levels, it didn't matter. So I was like, so what's the point? I think it's all down to, like, f- for me, I was at zero. The, so before the final boss, so spoilers, I didn't get the game over. Um, but it was the very last level, and I decided to do last the. It's a level where you got to pick up like fireflies, and then eventually they go away, and you can't actually see anything when they're gone. Uh, so I was at zero, and it was really like, if I die, it like I have to do this whole level again. I see, I have the uh, crystal. I think I see the spinning box that signals the end of the level. If I die now, that's it. And so that was tense. But at the same time, it's like it's a level. You do it because you like the game. How do you feel it sort of handles sort of, I guess, mechanics-wise? I have some problems with, like, Crash's jumping. In this one, he has, like more abilities like a double yeah. jump and the slide and the slide and the slam i think that was that was either new in this one or in two it's like and i enjoy i i like the slide a lot but when it comes to the double jump it's very finicky oh my god i hate this double <laughs> jump i'm gonna go on a tirade now if your double jump isn't allowed to trigger at any point in your jump don't fucking put a double jump in all right <laughs> it is double this junk. one Double junk because it's trash. You have you have to hit it at the apex or you do not get it at all. And that is so. There's so many times where I've like jumped and then like 
try to you know extend your jump by jumping later. No, dead. You don't get a second jump. Um, same same so, with the slam. I thought that the slam was if you do it at the apex, you get a super strong slam that does something more. But no, if you don't slam at the apex, you don't slam. Yeah. Um, so what's the point? I have heard they've changed that in four. Um, I'm yet to play you it myself. You haven't experienced that? I haven't played it yet. What? I gave it to you this week. Yeah, I've got to finish. Uh, Since I have given it to you, I have started and finished Crash 3 Warped because that's how quick <laughs> it is. It is a... I almost said a podcast for the busy gamer. It's a game for the busy gamer. And that's well, my little... <laughs> I watched... Uh, Kid Icarus's hour and a half long video about Crash 4 and like 100%ing it and I'm definitely not going to do that now but I will probably try and beat it um, but I have to finish Shadow of War because that was free on PS, PS Plus and that's fun uh, How much is Tolkien paying you? Um, a lot man, he's like two towers worth Oh, that's nice. really Thank funny you. Thank you, round of applause Well done uh, anyway, <laughs> the jump, the ladies and gentlemen, the podcast is over. <laughs> uh, yeah, the jump is trash. Um, I was trying to do, I was trying to hundred percent this, so I was trying to do some like speed run, you know, the, the relics, all that kind of stuff. And yeah, like sometimes it's like I want a double jump, especially because a lot of good platforms will, like, you can adjust with. Like, I use the double jump as an adjustment. Like, you jump yeah. towards a platform and you like then use the second one to put yourself in the center. So I'd yeah. be like, especially there's a, I think it's Tomb Tomb Waiter is the level <laughs> where the water's going up and down in the Egyptian level. And, um, you know, for the speed run, you're not really meant to stop. So you like, I'm just running, trying to like jump on boxes across the water yeah. and like, you know, so jumping, skipping the apex jump. Cause I'm not trying to get height. I'm trying to get either distance or accuracy. Um, and then pressing the second jump to like fine tune myself because I'm slightly left, right, forward, back and then nothing happening and then dying in the water. Um, I, and I understand it's how it used to play, but I'm glad that moving forward, they've updated it with a little more uh, informed platforming design. <laughs> and also it's... <sighs> Like, I don't know why I have a problem with this, but the fact that you have to hold X to jump higher, like... I mean, that's that's a throw... That's, that's been around forever, though. And that's good because if you want to control your height, but I don't know, it just was... It was more annoying me because I was like, no, I pressed X, so you do the whole jump now, please. <laughs> like, I don't know. That's a very minor gripe. I think it only killed me once, so... Eh. But just while we were on the subject of the like the actual game mechanics and what the drawbacks there are, because for me personally, not not much. Um, did any so you got neither of you really tried to one hundred percent it or like what was your approach to each level? Were you just trying to get to the end or were you like I'll pick up boxes, but if I miss them, whatever, etc. What was your uh, takes? Yeah, it was, oh, let's get all the boxes and then kill myself if I miss any. Uh, and then I got the first five. I got, I think, three boxes that way. Uh, three gems, sorry. And then I was like, nah, I've, I decided to start playing this the weekend before we got to record. I don't have time to try to <laughs> do this, so I'll just finish the game. I was aiming for, like, What's the most fluid? Like, if there was a box there that was gonna that I knew would reta- would take some like uh, fiddling around or trying to like hover spin, I wasn't gonna go out of my way to get it. Um, I wanted to sort of see like how much you'd get if you followed sort of the just the the natural progression of the level. Um, yeah. And early on, that yields like most boxes. Um, but then it, you hit a point where it gets frustrating, where you're sure, you're certain you got everything. And the game's like, no, you didn't. Yep. <laughs> it's somewhere <laughs> and, else. And I'm like, yep. what What do you mean? <laughs> uh, and that, there's a note here I put down, which is F uh, 100%ing with no context. And that's what I'm talking about because 
I, I went through each level just to beat them at first, just to, so I at least had that ticked off for, for the pod. But then I had some spare time because I finished it in the first day or so. Um, so I started 100%. And yeah, like you go through, you're hitting all the boxes. Like, yeah, I am sure I've got every box. And then you hit the end. And it's like, oh, there's 30 missing. And also I couldn't find this colored gem. What? Uh, And there's apparently, and I don't know if there's, at least I couldn't find a way in the game to be told this, but you have to do other stuff to get those boxes. So like once you get to the end, you unlock levels, was it 26 to through 30? Then you have to get relics to actually play those levels. And then they lead to other parts and other things. An example is one of the Arabian levels. You have to, there's a yellow gem. And I scoured that level like three times and was like, I don't know. I can't find the gem or the boxes. What the heck? Uh, and the answer is you have to like enter another portal from, I think it's like level 27 or something. And then you get the gem and it's like, I don't know that. Like the 100% in this isn't challenged. Like most of it is challenge stuff. But then there's a few uh, bullshit like, oh, you're never going to get this if you don't follow a guide kind of thing. Yeah. It's all, it's like, it's secrets 100%, not skill 100%. Mm. So it's like, and I guess like a lot of games of the era were sort of like that. They would hide sort of things in it and it would be more convoluted and i guess they just sort of saw that as going like here's bonus sort of stuff yeah like it's bonus it's not yeah to me that it's not it's not the game okay so how long do you think the base game takes to beat then because it is very short and there's i think there's a question to have around there of how like how do you rate the game based on its content if you know 50% of it or more is extra stuff you know do you really feel like it was well, more than like, half the game was hidden another not, five not, not not hidden but like is extra like if you're saying like beating the game is just getting from the start to killing Cortex, spoilers. Um, what? <laughs> then like that is thirty percent of the game, if that. Because like I would say you double it then, because you got like each each level's then got because like, you only need the crystal. Yeah, right. so you got the crystal, but then you got the gem, you got the like the box gem, some color gems in some levels, and then you got the relics. So like. I, you can't even do everything on the first playthrough. You have to at least play through everything twice to three times. So up to like 60 to 70% of this game, you're missing out on if you just play from start to end. I did missing out on in quotes and you can't see that, but hopefully my voice conveys that. Um, I, I and, kind of picked it up. <laughs> and uh, I think that like, I don't really, I haven't settled on a take myself, but I think that's an interesting topic to discuss. I think my take is that you get, what you're not missing out on is 78.125% of the game. You've got 78.125% of the game, which is still like, that's a lot of missing. That's like 20%. 20% 20% is missing here. Um, but to me, you like you have that already. You don't need to work too hard for that percentage. Uh, but you can choose to not even do that. Just be like, yeah, 27, whatever. 27%, I did it. I think it's hard to... You got to think of it sort of as the time. I reckon had it been made now, they would have made that simple flow of get pink gem, get all the way through to cortex. They'd make that longer, I feel. But games at the time, they 
they'd go, well, you don't get a lot of games. They're expensive. As a kid, you only have a few, and then you're probably going to start replaying them. And so then the Crash team obviously thought, well, it's boring just to replay. So what if we add in, get all the boxes, do the time trials? And they they put more on there knowing you would go back, and we don't go back as much anymore. I feel like it's 100% a game. So say Spider-Man on the PS4, because we love that. If you just sort of play that game, when you're done, it will be about like 80 to 90% complete according to the game's like rating. So th- the games now say to you, you've done you've done nearly 100% and then you go and finish it off. Whereas this, they've, so- they've sort of gone, you've played the game through once. We know you're going to play it through again. Rather than start a new save file, how about these challenges instead? Which, I, yeah, I just feel that that's a bit less relevant now. But at the time, maybe that was a good idea, particularly for older gamers. So kids, they can play through and they'll beat it. On that on that entry level sort of thing, but then they went. But like, but hey, more serious gamers, hey, older gamers, there's there's more here for you. And I just feel that things like that don't really exist. You either got like, so if a platformer is a challenge based platformer, that is the game, and and nothing's hidden, and it's right there. And it's like this is going to be tough. You want a hundred percent this? Let's go. All games are more like, hey, you're going to be doing about 90% just by playing the game, and then there's, like, sprinkles on top. So it's, like it's, a, hard, it's hard to get a read. It's not like similar to, like, a Super Meat Boy song where it's, like, the challenge is in the platforming, and then there's, like, you can get the Band-Aids. It's, like, a little bit more. Yeah, but you're not going to get, be able to get to the end of Super Meat Boy unless you get really good. You can yeah. get to the end of Crash as a child. Crash 3. I don't think you could get through Crash 1 as a child. Or at least this child could. That was much harder, wasn't it? Crash 1 is much harder. And in the trilogy, it's a lot jankier as well. So that's the other thing you got to think of. But here's the thing. like I wouldn't mind a Road to Nowhere style, you know, like that really challenging, like you have to be almost frame perfect kind of challenge. But when you're locked in with lives and if you die you reset the whole level and stuff like that it's uh, a little less uh, enjoyable good for like that's why the bonus levels are so good because normally those bonus levels do have a bit of that like if you mess up you're sol you know uh whereas you just go back into the level and you get to try the bonus again and then you get to mess it up again and again and again until you go, you know what, fine. I don't care who... I don't even like this game. But you, you're lying because it's a brilliant game. Um, Should we... <laughs> I feel like it's a bit delayed, but should we press chi- triangle? <laughs> should we press charges? <laughs> should, I pre- should we press charges against Naughty Dog? Because first this and then... The Last of Us 2. <laughs> uh, it's a funny joke. Anyway, should we press triangle and check our inventory? Which I, I don't call it that. Why? Who calls it that? Bring up HUD. It's your HUD. Count it's not those an inventory. Wampers. Yeah, like it's not an inventory. The game thinks it's bigger than it is. Anyway. <laughs> Hello, welcome to inventory management. I'm Matt. This is where I destroy the podcast in front of the other two's very eyes. <laughs> Get your popcorn. Um, and speaking of unprofessionalism, I have no idea really what our next game is. Do we want to lock it down now? Well, the idea we had leaving off last time was uh, Michael running a Christmas-themed D&D as a sort of delayed 70th episode special, I think. Our seventh seventh episode with Final Fantasy VII Remake. Um, <laughs> you caught my inability to speak, you fool. Uh, I'm just glad work is over then. Uh, so we didn't really do anything special for that. So this is kind of a delayed. And I, I like that idea. But if you guys have something else, there was something 
Uh, oh, you had an idea, Matt, actually. Well, my recent one is we're already playing Phasmophobia. Why are we gotta why are we gotta make it a you know why don't we just drink at the watering hole that we're already at? That's that's what I think. Is an idea. Can we present a game that is not complete though? That's true. It is That's it. actually a very, very good point. I mean we have it done that a- before. I was listening back to some old episodes and um rectifier. The Global Game Jam. God, what has happened to wow. my tongue? <laughs> the Global Game Jam, Game Jam Game uh, was technically not even like alpha yet. That was a good episode. It was a fun episode, though. Well, for the celebration, I think D&D is a really good one because uh, Adrian and I have done, you know, many campaigns. One whole one completed, start to finish. Uh, and so I feel like we can talk about D&D as a game itself, you know, um, and then on top of that, we can make fun of whatever poor decision-making Michael has when it comes to his DMing style. I mean, we could do both because, I mean, like you said, we're already playing Phasmo and D&D we know heaps about. So we could kind of do like a mixed special and talk about both. See, I don't like that because our only mixed special, we I think we've got two, but one was E3 and that's, I don't know if you know, but E3 is not actually a video game. What? Um, yeah. What happened? Uh, what, what, other... how... But I played E1 and 2. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and the other one was Lifeline. Two, we did the Fallout New mobile Vegas. app and Fallout New Vegas, yeah. Um, and so both of those, I feel like, didn't really get the. They were both actually quite like their best parts of them, in my opinion, is the narrative, and I feel like they got they had a disservice from that. So I don't want to mess up with the narrative uh, of phasmophobia. Is heavy law, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but my point is, I I would rather. Uh, well, we could split up the the. The exercise because, like, I, f- I do kind of feel like it's a s- bit of a cop out either way because, like, D&D is a one, one and done, and then Phasmophobia is early access. We've been playing it anyway. So, I was so what about instead of doing an extra episode this month, we do one on Phasmo and we do one on the D&D double sure. December, double D&D and scary demons December. Um, I feel like we've got the cart in front of the horse here. Michael, you are supposed to be the dungeon master. Do you have anything or are you confident to lock this in now and just run with it? Because that is a style of DMing, which I take. So I have my Christmas booklet, my Christmas themed... uh... What is what are they called? Scenarios? Yeah. It's called an campaign, adventure. Yeah. But my, campaign yeah, my Christmas like campaign. Standing. That's right. I got my Christmas no, campaign. No, no, no. no, it's not. A, ca- a campaign, generally, I would say at minimum has to be 10 levels. An adventure is a s- smaller enclosed. It's a one shot. It's a one shot. I got my, my one, shot one shot of eggnog. And can and we have rumbles? We can do it. Who are we playing with? We'll wrap this up, and then I'll plug our socials. But who we? I want to know who are we playing with. Can I bring my wife? Are we seeing your wife? What's the plan? (laughs) I want to know. I'm pumped. I've like I've never DM'd, so I don't want the lots of players. (laughs) The campaign usually recommends how many people should play with. This the the scenario. Fine. We'll figure it out. I'm just excited. I, I need to work on my character. What level are we starting at? One? Yes. You figure it out. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out, guys. Sorry. Do we, Sorry. Uh, do we have to play Christmas-themed races? Um, it's just elves. That's good. <laughs> yeah. And then one human who's Santa. <laughs> oh, can I be a reindeer? No. Okay. Sorry. See, this is that's the part. Yeah, Mesesicles. Like. That's like kind of... Uh... Yes, Christmassy? the satire, the satire, and the reindeer. No, but like, uh, uh, I don't know, I, Christmas. Like uh, when I think of like Christmas, Christmas creatures, <laughs> yeah, it's like uh, the the one in Narnia. The what's it called? 
Mr. Tumnus. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why. He, I relate him to Christmas for some reason. Yeah. I feel like Lion, Witch, and the Wardrobe is somehow a Christmas movie. I think you <laughs> just put it in your head. There's no, there's kids that are sometimes happy. All right. So. Just like Christmas. Uh, please, if you're on iTunes, we, there's stars. You should hit the one that should be closest to the right-hand side of the screen, which indicates that there are five out of five stars, which is the quality of comedy and gaming information that you are receiving right now. Um, I don't know about anything else, but if you're kind of like Spotify, the best thing to do... Okay, now I'm being real. The greatest thing to do is to share it with someone. Just get them to listen to like... 10 minutes or even go to your mum and get her phone and then just play it and then say that she listened to the whole thing uh and that actually it is so good just when more people listen not because i i am egotistical i am i probably should see a psychologist about it but i that's not the point i'm getting at finally (laughs) our facebook is that no time to grind podcast? And then I have been dabbling still. Uh, if you were here for the extra episode, I've been dabbling with a stream on twitch.tv slash megamatex, uh, where Adrian has featured many times and Michael has finally made his debut when we were teaching him phasmophobia. Hello, I'm a little scaredy boy. Nah, you have right. no fear. It is You died scary. so many times and you didn't even blink. That's not even, that's not the scary part. The scary part was when there were two haunts in the space of 10 seconds. And <laughs> my wife got <laughs> angry because I shouted, Again? Really loudly. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, so, yeah, those are all. that's all our inventory. God, so many crystals and gems, which surely are the same thing. But <laughs> no, one's long uh, and purple. The other one's flat and very of colors. And then can you we have just like take the that angst? right out of context, please. No, <laughs> that is right out of context. Line. Yeah the the unks of the time trial makes no sense. Yeah, what what kind of gem? What mines are you kind of digging those out of? You know. But like. Because it would make sense on the Egyptian levels, because there are Egyptian-themed levels. Uh, there's also Arabian-themed levels, and Medieval, and Jurassic. Anyway. A gem can be a crystal, whereas a crystal will not always be a gem. Oh. Well, that's a little gem of knowledge there. Gems You've made it crystal clear. Places. Crystals are solids that have atoms, ions, and molecules fixed in a regular order. Well, speaking of uh, irregular order, uh, Crash Bandicoot 1, 2, 3, 4, definitely nothing between any of those entries. Uh, Coming off of 4, this is an easy baby game for babies. 4, every level in 4 is about the length of... Minimum two, maximum five levels in Crash 3. The levels in Crash 4 are so long, and they are all about as difficult as the bonus levels, and the crates are purposefully, maliciously hidden. Uh, And so coming off of 4, Crash Bandicoot 3 Warped, easy baby game for babies. Yeah, uh, Michael, you were mentioning, like, um, you... You know, like eighty percent of the game should be the game, and then the rest is is like, you know, the challenge stuff, the extra stuff. Crash Four is even worse than Three in that regard. Um, going purely off what was in Kid Icarus's video, he reckons he beat the game in like five, four to six hours, kind of zone, and then okay. spent the next sixty plus hundred percenting <laughs> it. Yeah. See, Crash Four has uh, kind of like murderous the- tendencies. Yeah, it has, like, instead of the... In addition to the time trial relics, there's these other relics, uh, but they're unk adjacent in design, uh, but with a skull on them, and what they are, uh, they are 100% like no death run. Like, you've got to go through the whole level without dying a single time. And so if you want 100% it, you've got to do that for not once per level, but twice per level. 
because Crash 4, you have to replay every level in, oh, what do they call it? It's got a cool name. Mirror, and it is uh, a inverted cool mode. Yeah, inverted mode, not mirror mode, because it's not always mirrored. I think most of the time, though. Anyway, that said, about Crash 4 and Crash 3 and the comparisons to be made. But is that uh, is that deliberate of Crash 4? Is this what how I was saying, if you're a Super Meat Boy, where you go, it's all about the challenge? Do you feel I that? I think it is, yeah. Yeah. It definitely is like, oh, it's so hard. Because Crash is so hard. And it's like, no, no, no. Crash, like, I had to stop playing Crash because while I did not, in many of the levels, uh, break all the boxes, like, I think I've gotten more uh, 100% boxes in Crash 3 than I have Crash 4. Uh, and I did that in a day and a half. Uh, Crash 4, it's like... Awesome. It's it's just insane. I, I think I've actually lost my train of thought thinking of how, like, it's maliciously placed, the crates. Like, I said it. I'm saying it again. They're, like, hidden. Whereas this, I don't think... I think the only time that there's hidden crates it where it's, like, there's a whole hidden section that you've missed. Yeah, there's not just, like, one off to the side or behind a yeah. rock or something. Whereas that's what Crash 4 does. Yeah. And then also you have to do all of that without even dying. And then you need to do it again without dying. Yeah, but time trial, which is different. Uh, yeah. Um, what did you guys think of the uh, the extra levels? Uh, the, like, alternative levels? You know, the, the underwater ones, the, the, the bike driving ones, the plane shooties. The non-platform. Yeah, games. yeah. Um, so again, with all my crash knowledge, uh, I like I, I, I think I feel so strongly with crash that I could probably take on Daddy Caddy in heart. Definitely not in skill. He would whoop me, but in heart and also knowledge, he would whoop me. Anyway, um, CTR and then doing the motorcycle levels. It was like, eh. You know, it would be good doing this in CTR. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't a fan of the bike levels just because they took so long to do. And there's no quick restart option in the game. Like, I think the bike levels are the only ones that have a restart. Yeah. Well, because you can potentially not, like, die. Mm. You just finish and fail. <laughs> yeah. So it's at least it's not taking lives away, but it, uh, I really got put off doing, like, when it came time to 100% stuff, I was like, oh, these levels, I'll do these ones later. Both for, like, the time trial and the boxes. And then I never did them. I think I did one of them and then gave up. Uh, not Yeah, not a fan of those ones. And the underwater levels, I will, uh, they just seemed more tedious to me. I liked them. I think because there's two underwater levels, right? Yeah. Um... Yeah, there's two. I'm pretty sure both of them I got the gems. Maybe not Deep Trouble because that has a red gem. Yeah, I got the red gem um, off that one. But I actually did like... I liked the underwater one. It was like... It was just... To me, it was relaxing. Like, it was slow enough for me to... If I was about to stuff up to correct it. So I didn't hate it, but I guess our only comparison of good underwater levels is Donkey Kong Country, <laughs> <laughs> and that's not be so good. Um, what did you guys think about the plane? I liked them the most because they were simple and straightforward. <laughs> I just that's found it. them very nothing levels. The plane ones—they were so incredibly easy. And I was like, okay, so we've stopped riding the tiger for this? All right. All right. <laughs> but it's so um, much better than the jet ski. Jet ski and underwater, no good. No bueno, no water, no, no thank you. See, I didn't actually like the jet ski that much. It was like, it didn't even feel like a game, to be honest. It, it felt like a hub world of a game. Like, I think I only died once because I wasn't paying attention and it, but um for the planes my brain went oh we're playing spyro now sick i sick as i'm so happy to play spyro 
so I was happy. <laughs> the bike, Adrian doesn't like the bike. I don't like, like the, bike. the bike. Don't like the bike. You like the bike? I like the bike because it you you were never punished. Uh, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. That's that's the good part about it. Because if I was losing lives on that, I would say it's the worst decision they've ever made. But yeah, at least they had the foresight to be like, uh well, at least you don't, you know, falling off doesn't give you, kill a life. And if you lose, even if you lose the race, don't get first. You don't um, lose anything. I just found it sort of cruisy and fun. Like it sort of mixes up from maybe some tension you had in a previous level. You're like, okay, cool. Now I'm riding a bike. I just got to get to the front. You do it a few times as you figure out. Like, so one of the big things is like, don't do the jumps. Yeah. Unless you need to, to avoid an obstacle, uh, you waste time in the air. So, okay. You Counterpoint. Want your, you want your boat. You're cooler. You, yes, you are cooler. And it's all <laughs> about coolness. If we look at the the cover of this game, it's all about the bike and the leather jacket. That is that's the other thing that I like about this one. It is like that is what this one is about. Even if it's not very good, I'm like, yeah, Crash Three. Yeah, I'm on a motorcycle. If you look at the NST or NTSC dash U cover art, you see the little dinosaur that you ride mm-hmm. uh, in that one level, um, and he looks so sad. <laughs> he does. He looks so sad. He like. This is a thing. I don't think Adrian has this picture. No. So he's missing out as much as you, the audience. So feel free to just quickly look up <laughs> Crash 3 Walk. Do you mean the, uh, the one where he's close he's, or the one where he's far away? Um, What, the one where he, the Japanese one? The Japanese one is something else. I'm talking about there's one where he's far away in the distance <laughs> yeah. on the road and he just looks like he's been left out of the party. He's so sad. Uh, see, that actually that brings a point. So the dinosaur appears in only one level, maybe more in the bonus. Uh, but I was so bad at games. Uh, Crash 3, as a kid, it was that level. And that was pretty much it. And it was the coolest thing ever. But that was it. Um, It's just... I don't know how to say. It's just a really good game, isn't it? So how would you rate it on our time to grind scale? Well, I my key is in the uh in the um busy boy award. Uh like you know how you turn your key for you know what I mean. So that's where I'm at. I'm at the this is we've I've <laughs> we've done it again this year. We've got another like it's quick. If you're a busy gamer, you're done. You're finished. If you're not a busy gamer, you got all the time in the world. It's almost infinite. Because even if you do get 100%, you can better yourself. So is that so a make time to grind? It's a it's a, yes, it's make time to grind plus. It's I I nominate it for a busy boy award. <laughs> Michael I think it is a make time to grind. The question is, do I put it forward for his busy boy award? I'm going to say yes, because at its core, you can experience the game, and this is what I feel like is busy gamers. You can experience the game quickly and and easily, whether or not you want 100% it. You can, you can have a taste of getting all the boxes. You can have a taste of a time trial. Or you can just smash on through it as we did in about five hours or something it takes. Yeah, and, it took me two sittings. And that's, like, you get bonus points for that. Does it mean that it's the best, like, Busy Boy game? No, no, no. But that's not what the Busy Boy seal of approval is. It just means that it is for you as a busy gamer. If you have not played a Crash Bandicoot game, pick up Crash Bandicoot 3, I think everybody just needs to play Crash Bandicoot. It is a it is a must in gaming, and then this one is good for your busy soul. What about you, Adrian? Are you gonna come on? Fall fall to the peer pressure. Come on, because I'm it's got to be unanimous. It. It's got to be unanimous if it's going ahead. But so you can stop it. That's not true. We've we put forward yeah, fuzzy games that I don't agree with. So two out of three is already it's already there. And I would, 
I would give this a Busy Boy uh, certified award. So I don't know if it gets, it gets three stars out of three from Whoa. the whole board, the whole team. Triple seal of approval. Oh, triple. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that was. Seal. It was beautiful. Oh. <laughs> oh that is actually I thought it was okay, like a okay. very angry but refu- confused dog. It's to go dark. Oh, good boy. Uh, but I'm going to slip it in fine time to grind. So it is a busy boy. It's great for busy gamers. So it's perfect for the busy gamer, but it is not. It doesn't crack into big old Edo Leo uh, 101 games to play before you die. Does does any Crash Bandicoot? Can I ask that? So here's the thing. I think maybe like, like, yes, but it might be the new game. And I'll have to play that and figure out, like... No. How dare you? Well, see, the new game might be a better game. In I would say it's a better game if I take off my nostalgia goggles. But goddamn, it is not a game for a busy gamer. Well, that's a different thing it's, entirely. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. This is a pod... Adrian, I don't know if you know, but this is the podcast for the busy gamer. Yeah. But I'm not making a 1,000 games to play before you die for the busy gamer. I'm making... Exactly. Yeah, I know. That's why I'm saying we're splitting heads. I'm being a silly... I'm being a silly boy. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Fine um, time. Maybe it's because I didn't grow up with it, but Crash doesn't have the same appeal to me. Like, I put it in the same campus spire where it's like, yeah, it's a good icon of the time. And Jack and Dax as well, even games I had. But you don't got to play it. Like, Yeah. That's that's where I kind of sit with that. I, actually, hey, I, I think played. you do. Well, I do too. That's why we're gonna put. I'm putting well, on the okay. Photoshop right now. It's Mario it, and it's Crash. Sonic can die in a hole. He's not as good as you used to remember. <laughs> Those games, like go play a Sonic game from the Sega Genesis or the Master System. They're not good. I don't know why we um, liked them. See- okay, so Sonic. Uh, twenty twenty one Sonic year. Right, <laughs> sounds good. There's enough. I want to try because there's one that has like little pets in it, and I'm down for that. Anyway, my big question was: so obviously you put Mario. I want to say, can you rank for me real quick? Mario sixty four, Mario Sunshine, and Crash three in order of best to worst, please. Uh, no, I can't do that. It's physically impossible. No, I- you you have to, or which ones Crash or Mario? Mario. Okay. Because Mario is still relevant. Crash is only becoming relevant again now. So my 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 counter to you guys is Crash Three might be the nostalgia trip, and it might be one to go back and play. But I think if you're introducing someone to Crash now, four might be the way to go. It's just a little more modern. It is, but it's also way harder. But I think that's so. The Crash whole point Three of the for me, find time to grind. Definitely gets the Busy Boy Award because, as its own <laughs> game, it is um, it is quick and it is something you can experience and move on. You know what? I'm just gonna say I reckon Crash is fundamentally better than Mario in every single way. I mean, you're allowed to have wrong opinions. You just Twitch will ban you. Look, I think. The- Crash games, better than Mario games. Crash the character, better than Mario the character. That's my opinion. Well, look, if you grew up with Sony, that's fine. You can have that. I think Crash was hurt by Naughty Dog letting it go. Yeah. yeah. And that's why it fell out of favour. Like, I'm, not, at the I'm time, not making excuses for anything. I'm just saying, like, the, no. the way that it's gone. Like, that's how, it, that's how it's gone. I think, but I'm just saying, it became irrelevant. Like, Mario did not become irrelevant because Nintendo loved Mario. Crash got treated so badly yeah. after the Naughty Dog years, which so is Activision. which is a shame. Like because it could have turned into something like who knows what a what a Super Crash sixty four like more open worldy Crash yeah actually would have been like. That's my point. And we never and we'll never have that unless Toys for Bob or Beanox, whoever's taken over with four, maybe they take it further from here and give us good. Mario-esque crash like we deserve. It's just that Matt's not taking this very well. 
I'm saying Crash I'm, I'm saying Crash Four might be better. Way better than Mario Kart. Well, racing. yeah, because you're better at it, so that makes sense. Why you would Why you would think that? I'm be- I am equally good at both. I'll get. Uh, <laughs> I don't know about that one, mate. <laughs> okay, let's go on. I think Battle Royale would have been better had Crash been included. Oh, was uh, he... PlayStation All Stars Battle Royale? I'm yeah. thinking like, are you Crash Bandicoot Fortnite? Like, I'm <laughs> not, uh-huh. like I'm not immediate. Like, I didn't immediately go. Ugh. So I feel like you're kind of somewhere here, like Crash Bash. Uh, yes, genius. Yo, uh, whoever owns them now, hire us. Activision. It's still Activision. Naughty Dog, hire us. We'll fix Last of Us as well. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, please do bring Crash Bash. It was the better early Mario parties. So, well, see, I've already convinced this one. I'm already converting. He, he, before this episode was like Mario Party Ten. It's the best for friend. <laughs> and now he's saying good stuff. Good boy. Have another Scooby Snack. I don't know. All right, it's over. Goodbye. Yeah, thank you very much for listening. My name has been Adrian. I have been Matt. And I have been M. Eichel. Oh, because uh, like, that's how... Yeah. They're always like N. Cortex, N. Gin. So your full um, name is... Yeah, is your, your name needs... Is your full name now Mio Eichel? <laughs> no, it's, it's Michael Eichel. <laughs> no, the, it needs to stand for something like Empathy. That's the best one I got off the top of my head. It's like the, he's like a super good guy. He really understands. He's super understanding. I've been there, man. I've been there, Crash. That's Come really on. Rough. Hey, That's we don't really need to rough. fight. I've been exactly where you are. I've got empathy. <laughs> <laughs>